a special Blend It Yourself episode of... Brutal Battle! Yes, so everyone knows that now and then I like to come up with some new style, or um, episode formats, should I say, and, you know, I get a little bored here and there, and I just want to do new stuff, so this is one of those new things. Uh, We're going to give this a shot, see if it sticks. Um, Please feel free, people, to give us some feedback on how this is, if you want more of it, if you definitely don't want more of it, or if you're indifferent, or whatever. Uh, you can email G- uh, brutalbowpodcast at gmail.com. So for this blend it yourself, the idea behind it is to blend beers yourself. Take two existing beers and blend them together. Do, we're going to start with a 50-50 blend for a lot of these. So how we're going to do these episodes for this one and if we do other ones, we have four beers in front of us. We're going to talk about each individual beer the way we normally do, say for like a cellar dive episode or whatever. Uh, and then after we do the first two, then we're going to go ahead and blend those together and see how the blend is. And then we'll do the second two and then do the blend with those as well. So I actually have like a measuring cup and everything to try and get the, the levels exact or close to exactly right. So this whole idea came about because I was on Facebook actually and saw that people were starting to mix two specific beers together. And that's Dogfish Head's Lupu Luau IPA, which is, you know, an IPA done with coconut water and toasted coconut. And their Sequential, which, um, if people don't know, is actually a blend itself. It's a blend of a Kolsch, a Berliner Weiss, and a Goza. They make them all separately, and then they blend them together. So people are bl- putting together the Lupu Luau IPA and the Sequench Ale Session Sour Ale and are saying it's really tasty. I think it's actually... Something that Dogfish Head said to do as well, yeah. which is cool, and that's not unheard of because a brewery not too far from us, Trogues yeah. Brewing, has been saying for years, "Hey, blend our Mad Elf with our Dreamweaver," Dream which the Dreamweaver is their wheat ale, and the Mad Elf is a cherry honey ale. They yeah. just call it an ale. It's yeah. kind of like a cherry honey barley wine in a sense, or strong ale. So they've been saying to blend that for years. Something to just get time. you warm and toasty for the yeah. holidays. So I saw that, and then I started doing some reading about people. Because then they, well, then when you blend oh, it, they call that the Mad Elf. The Mad, Mad Dream. Dream. Mad Sorry, Dream. Mad That's Dream. right. And Dreamweaver, Special Place in My Heart, was my first, like, craft beer. That she really got into, yeah. yes. Which is awesome. It, it is a very excellent. I want to go back. I want to go back. I haven't had it in. I know. A, long, a long time. time. Well, if we keep doing these episodes, maybe we can yeah, do. We should, we should make. I don't. I don't know if I've ever actually had that. I think we did that one year at Christmas, yes, didn't we? Yeah, with your family yeah. we did one time. I don't remember how it was, but yeah, I remember we did it. I'm excited for these two together. Yeah, Should I'm excited for all of them. So yeah. I because both of these beers by themselves I like. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. For the so fun. anyway, sorry. I know you were. No, that's fine. I was still back on that. So we are. We're gonna do this, but I, I. Just a tad bit more about the backstory on it. So I saw that thing about the the blending of the sequence and the Lupa Luau, and then I started doing some research into are people actually doing this at home? And I found an article by some guy I forget what the website was, who was saying, you know, look, I live in an area that gets some craft beer, but it doesn't get a ton of craft beer. So I've taken to blending my own beers to make stuff that I want. And I was like, yeah, that's smart. And I was like, we can do episodes about this. Let's do it. Let's explore beer blending at your own house because you should be able to do it. So we'll see what works and what doesn't work. Let's give it a shot. 
Okay. So the first pairing that we are going to do is the Lupu Luau IPA and the Sequin Jail Session Sour. So we'll go over each of those beers individually, and then we'll do the mixing, see how it goes. <clears throat> have we had either of these beers on the show? Uh, Sequench we actually have had on not too long ago. Um, and the Lupu Luau we have not. So the Lupu Luau, like we said, it's an IPA with toasted coconut and coconut water. It also says it has some experimental hops that are used in it. And it's 7.3% alcohol by volume. And like we said before, Dogfish Head does it. I'm not going to pour us a ton because we need to conserve for the blending. Mm-hmm. So the way this beer looks, what does that look like to you? I mean, it looks like a, a lighter. I wouldn't guess this is an IPA. It's lighter. It's pretty, like, straw yellow. Yeah, you could tell me it's it's just like a blonde ale or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's very yellowish. A little tinge of orange to it. A little bit of bubbles on the top. Smaller bubbles. I'm not really getting anything out of the nose, to be honest. So I've had this beer before, and I I felt like... I got a lot more coconut water out of it than I did toasted coconut, which I wanted more of the toasted coconut than the coconut water, and also more of, like, the tropicality from hops that it's supposed to have. But smell-wise, I actually do get a little bit of hop tropicality on the nose, some citrus coming through with that, a little bit of orange, and I get a little bit of a smell of, like, a coconut water that gives, like, a little, like, a kind of syrupy sweetness on the nose, too. Yeah, I went right into tasting. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, what do you get? I mean, I definitely get the coconut. I like want more coconut, and I, although I feel like there's more coconut this time than the first time I had it. Yeah, I feel like I'm getting a little bit more of the tropical hops than I initially did when I first had this beer, but it's still on the lower, much lower end of what I really want. The coconut water is very, very, very present in the in this beer, and I'm not huge on coconut water in the first place, so that I kind of have a bias for that reason, because I'm just not into coconut water. I've tried drinking it before because they're like, oh, coconut water's so healthy. Although, don't have too much, people, because it will give you diarrhea. Like, it'll straight up give you diarrhea. How do you know that? If you haven't, if you're watching Naked and Afraid... Yeah, it's been naked a while. and afraid. Is that show still on? People drinking coconut water all the time. And they the time. get diarrhea? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that could that also be because they've eaten weird shit? Or sometimes not eaten anything. Yeah. And all the, yeah I don't know if you can say that's the coconut oh, okay. water, Carlin. Maybe I can, maybe I can. No, you <laughs> absolutely can't. This actually, I, I, I actually feel like I'm liking it more than I did before, but still, it's lacking for what it's supposed to be for, for yeah. me. I'm just, and like I said, main thing is, I'm not a big coconut water person, so. I mean, I like it. It's not a bad um, beer. If people tell it's me. It's light. It's, oh, hold on, I'm not done. If people were to say to me, hey, I really like this beer, I would be like, okay, that's fine. Like, yeah. it, I mean, it makes sense that there are people out there who would really I like it. I don't dislike it. I mean, I'll drink it's it. Not it's not my jam. Um, not my jam. It, you know, it's hard because when I want an IPA, this doesn't satisfy that. IPA itch for me, um, but if I want just a nice, easy-to-drink light beer, then this would do the trick. So I already just, since we were already on that beer, I decided to just pour a look, the two ounces into my measuring We need thing. to talk about Sequench since we did it before. I guess we still need yeah. to do it on I mean, at least as a refresher. There also might be people who have not 
like listen to that episode, so, and okay. they may have never had it. So, um, so yes, this is a sequence like, ale. Eager to get into this. I know it's a session sour, four point nine percent alcohol by volume, and like we said, it's a blend. It's a mix of Kolsch, goes of Berliner Weiss, but it also has um, black lime, a lime peel, lime juice, and sea salt added to it. And this is our nineteen ounce can. Nineteen point two, I believe. Yeah, nineteen point two fluid ounces. Which for beers like this, that is totally the way they should be going. Because it's a session, you know, like you can drink a decent amount of it and not have any sort of problems, so do it. This is like a little hazy, it looks like. I don't know, I look at this and think of a lemon. So, yeah. No, definitely. I don't know, I like it. It is hazy. Um the color is relatively light. There, There mm-hmm. is a very, very slight orange tinge to it, but yeah, once again, pretty yellowish. Pretty big bubbles. Yeah. Larger bubbles mixed in with some smaller bubbles. Decent head to it. Mm-hmm. I'm definitely getting this salt the, on the nose. Yeah. The salt kind of sits on the end as mm. this kind of like softening agent in the nose, but there's a nice like hit of like a lime sourness mm-hmm. up front. It just makes me, like my mouth is watering. It smells so crisp, yeah, too. Yeah, it does. It smells really clean, light, refreshing. If people have heard uh, the other episode where we had this on, you will know I'm a fan. I really do like the sequence ale, so. And it's funny because a lot, yeah, because I remember the last time we had this on the show, I was like, mm. I really used to like it, and now I don't. That's so good, man. It actually, it's hitting the spot mm-hmm. tonight. Yeah. Um you can definitely taste the the see where the Kolsch influence is in there because that that's where that like real clean light hit is and there's a little bit of like a honey note almost in there but there's plenty of that lime like a yeah. nice bright lime and salt mm-hmm. and it's just you know okay. well balanced um, refined I'm getting like some wheat notes probably from the Kolsch I guess and it's not like the other thing is that. It's tart. It's not a sour. I mean, it's it's called a session sour, but it's not really sour. It's more tart. Yeah. And it, it it'll produce a little bit of phlegm for you, but nothing crazy. Yeah. So I'm going to do the rest of the blend here. I put my head down. Sounds like you're peeing. How does people don't know that I'm not actually? Yeah. I could be peeing this into is... a cup. <laughs> This is a secret blend. Okay, here we go. It's coming out with like a crap ton of head though, since... Yeah, you like swished it around. Yeah, maybe yours will be a little bit better. Here we go. There's some for you, some for me. A little more for you. I'm not really getting any smell on this. I'm gonna have to rinse this out. Might have to go to the sink to rinse that. No, I can rinse it this way. That would be fine. Pour the water in, swish it around, and drink the water. Ew. Mm-hmm. Spit. Because hydration is key. Well, it's just you and I, so. All right, so now what does it look like? It looks like a mix between yeah. the two, basically. Yeah. Those are a slight haze to it. The haze doesn't look as much, but it's a little more orange. orange. Yeah, I was just going to um, say lot of small bubbles on the head. Well, that's probably because you were, like... Agitating it a lot. Yeah. yeah. Pouring one into the other and all that. What does it <laughs> smell like? I'm not, like... I'm not getting anything. I feel like... 
I get a little bit of the of the tartness on the nose, a little little bit, and it's yeah. coming through with a tad bit of the lime, but I get a decent amount of like the sweet coconut water coming through as well. And that's basically all I get on the nose. It's very muted overall, though. Very muted. Okay, so I just took my first sip. Not getting any of, like, some of the tropical flavors. I'm mm-hmm. getting some of the, like, salt and tartness. I'm a little disappointed. So, basically... For a person like me, what it does is it makes, it makes, in my opinion, it makes the sequinch ale not as good. Because I, I wasn't a huge fan of the Lupa Luau to begin with. Yeah. I but. It, it, it mutes all of the flavor profiles of both of them. Yeah. Into just being like a beer. Yeah. The the tartness is still there to a, to a good degree. Yeah, that's the only thing I'm getting, really. But I will say I feel like the bitterness is increased for both the beers, actually. The, putting these two together yeah. just greatly increases the bitterness. It's still not at a huge level of bitterness, but it's significantly more for what both of them had before. Um, so I like these both better separately than I do together. Mm-hmm. I do too, but once again, I can see where someone would like this. No, yeah. If they, if somebody felt like. The sequence ale is a little too tart for them, and they also would like, and they like coconut water, they would like this mix, because really, to me, it's like downplaying the sourness of the sequench and just adding coconut water flavor to it, and I mean, increased bitterness. It, yeah, it down, it like, but yeah, it downplays all of those tropical notes that you get from the Lupa Luau, though, so... So do you think that if we mixed it in a different proportion, proportion that would be better? Because we do have the ability to do that. I mean, we could do that now. I mean, you, you could play with it till you're blue in the face. You know, like if you want a yeah. little bit of this, a little bit of that. Because like, we just did a 50-50. I would think that more... What, what would you think? Honestly, I think that the 50-50 is where it should be. Mm. If you're going to mix these. I feel like I would do more Lupa Luau. With like a little because less. you want more tropicality, yeah. yeah. But hmm. let's see. Do you want to give it a little bit of a shot here? No, I really I want this next one. <laughs> All right. Especially because this one beer I haven't had yet. We can come back, I guess, if we want to. We can. Yeah, we, we can. And back. we could always do an addendum to the end of this podcast. That's true. Although I I I do think that for what you're looking for, I understand. I'm not so sure that the tropicality would stick around as much. I mean, are you thinking that it more of like, instead of a 50-50, like a 75-25? Yeah. Okay. You think the tartness would just kill the tropicality no matter what? Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, it's there. A, yeah. What's a stronger ta- tasting note? Well, yeah, because the other thing you need to consider is the lime. The, right. The amount of true. lime that's in that, se- in that sequence ale is going to kill tropicality because a lot of the tr- tropicality plays with citrus as well. Right. So it's just going to mask it. Okay. I need a little more water to so, rinse that. But, I mean, we can try it at the end if you feel like you would like to. But No, I think that's a good let's point. Mo- let, let us move to the the last two beers. Um, so the first of the, of the last two is one that Rebecca has said on podcast she wanted to try. And Carlin found it for me. And Yeah. It was at uh, Wine World when we went in there. 
and it is by Two Roads. If people remember, we had a brewery showcase episode for Two Roads Brewing um, out of Connecticut, and it is their Rosemary's Baby, which is an ale brewed with pumpkin and spices, aged in rum barrels with vanilla beans. I mean, and this is six point eight percent alcohol by volume, which is nice for being a barrel aged beer. Right. Well, you know what's nice about it being a barrel-aged beer? It's in a 12-ounce yeah, bottle. Yeah, that too. I don't... Un- I, this is a little something I'm going to go off on a tad bit. I don't understand why all these barrel-aged beers are typically put in 22 ounces or 750 milliliters. You, they want you to get drunk. Well, but that's the problem. They're usually higher ABV, and, you know, it, it it's not conducive for one person getting it. You've... I mean, I feel like I always have to share them. I want them in 12-ounce bottles. Sometimes, if they're really high in ABV, like something like... You want like, little ponies. Yeah, like Black Tuesday by the, the brewery. In a pony. It's, that's a 20% beer. And in a 7-ounce, that's fine. I'll do that. I'll do a 7-ounce. I can't... I wouldn't even be able to do a 12-ounce, I don't think. At, well, I mean, I could. You in, could. The right, in the right situation. Yeah. But they come in 750-milliliter bottles only. And that's just... I have to have more than one person to yeah. share with, typically. So, well, I don't know. But let's, anyway. let's take a look at this Rosemary's Baby. Plus, it's when we're recording, it is almost October. So, I just love the name as well. It looks very orange. It's very clear. Yeah, super clear. A uh, little brownish tinge with the orange as well. Not much of a head on the I feel top. like I'm getting drunk just by sniffing it. Oh, really? Ooh. I can smell the pumpkin. It smells, for me, really medicinal. Really? Yeah. I I don't get medicinal. I get high ABV that I smell. A tad bit of stringent is what I get. I get a decent amount of spice to it. Like, there's a little, like... What, what is that? It smells like... A little nutmeggy. I'm not getting any of these. Cardamom, maybe. Oh, I'm definitely getting some of this, this spice. I can't put my finger on it, and I don't like it. I don't get the vanilla. No. I can smell the the Let me rum. Smell yours. I do smell the rum influence. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's the same. I smell the rum influence Mine in there, though. Different. No, it doesn't. I think it does. Uh, because of whatever you have on your hands. Oh. Yeah, that's why you're smelling. This. I can't smell barely shit. Out of yours because of the, whatever lotion. You it's have not on. lotion. It's the new hand soap. Right. Either way. Okay. Well, if I put well, my here. hand down. Oh, you can you can smell now. Because I was going to say otherwise. Let me just hold and you can sniff out of mine. I just it doesn't matter who's holding it. I don't like the smell. I think it smells good. I think it doesn't smell. I think it smells to me like everything's on the same level. There's a tad bit of that astringency, but I really smell the rum influences, giving it like a spicy sweetness. Uh, the spices in there, like I said, a little nutmeg, nutmeg, cardamom, and I get a lot of the pumpkin. But you tasted it. What do you think? Um, it's a thinner mouthfeel than I want. Um, For something barrel-aged. Yeah. Okay. That's but again, saying. it's six, whatever percent. Six point eight. Yeah. Not, you know, anything crazy. It's okay. Um, I think it's good for what it is. I don't know if I need to drink a lot of this. So, 
Yeah, it's very light. Mm-hmm. Like, very light. Now, for someone like me... You probably... I'm, I wouldn't say, like, I really like this beer, but I'm not a pumpkin beer fan. Yeah. But with this, I'm fine with this beer. I can drink more of it because it's not super intense with any of the flavors. It's light. I'm not getting killed with spices. People know that if you listen to this podcast, I'm not huge on, like, a lot of spicing in my beers. So the spice level's low. There's not a ton of pumpkin to it either. Like, everything is very low. Uh, And the rum barrel aging is also super light, but you do get a little bit of that sweetness and a little bit of that spice from the rum. Um, I still can't find the vanilla, though. No. Yeah, it just was okay. Yeah. Like, I can't say it's a bad beer. I can't say it's good. Right. Just kind of there. So, honestly. it's It's just hard for me to drink just okay beers because there's so many good beers out there. I know. Like, I'm like, mm. I do just like the whole like waiting in line for a beer thing. Like, there's so many good beers out there. I'm not waiting in line for a beer. So with this beer, when we um, combine it with the second beer for this blend, we might not want to do fifty fifty. You want to do because this is so light. Oh, you want to do less of this next beer? Yeah, maybe. Okay. We'll we'll taste this one first and then see what you think. Okay. So, the next beer is a beer we've had for a little bit. It was given to us by Sean Finn, so thank you, Sean. I've had this beer before, so that's why we were holding the bottle. But this is the 30th Anniversary Ale by Bell's Brewery. And it's an Imperial Stout. Straight up, it's an Imperial Stout. Uh, ABV on this is 11%. So I'm just thinking with how light yeah. that Rosemary's Baby is, that if you do fifty fifty with that and this, most likely there's you're not going to be able to perceive any of the Rosemary. Rosemary, you just want to keep saying it. I really like that name. <laughs> um, I think it's cool. It's dark. Yeah, it's crazy dark. It looks like a super imperial stout. I can barely even see around the edges, but it's like a little reddish brown. It's like... Like no head. It's chocolatey. It smells a little raisiny, too. I was like, it smells like a little, like, chalky, like, drying. Yes. I would agree with that. Like, there's a lot of dark chocolate. Mm-hmm. Like, concentrated chocolate. There's a little bit of a, of a milk chocolate in there, too, though. And I feel like there's a... Like a slight cherry note, like a dark cherry note on the nose, too. I tasted it. Tad bit of soy sauce. That one goes out to Kelly Norman. Um, it smells, it tastes a little smoky to me. It tastes like there's a bit of a salinity at the end. It really does. Yeah, you know, sometimes I get, I get Imperial Stouts like this, where they, they have, yeah, a little bit of maybe like a jerky, like, yeah. And soy saucy, yeah, like exactly like I was saying in the smell. Yeah, yes, I do get like a soy sauce type flavor, and that's where you're getting that smoke as well. Yeah, um, it's okay. Pretty thick. I mean, I get. I, I as much as I'm always, as much as I'm like, uh, it's okay. This is a beer I would want to drink more of because it's just like a sipper. Yeah. You know, and especially like, like oftentimes when we record, it's at night at home, and when I'm at home, 
I want to drink a sipper. Yeah. You know, when I'm out, I don't want to drink a sipper. I want to drink something that's going to be light and flavorful. Here's the other thing. It seems to me like it's still hoppy. Does it seem that way to you? No. Like, I feel like I still get, like, I get some of that hop, like some, a little bit of, um, like, citrus hoppiness on there. And I, I do feel like I'm getting just a tad bit of that cherry that I was talking about mm. getting in the nose, but very, very faint. And, like you said, it smelled like it would be drying. It is drying, like a little bit chalky, yeah. and a good amount of dark chocolate to it. So, based off that blending... Would be like twenty five percent. Well, that's not a hundred then. But so we. So did, maybe you need to put in more. Put in more rosemary. Well, no. So I have two ounces of the rosemary in here. We could do. What do you think? Thirty three percent and sixty six percent. Sure. Because if I go to three ounces, I can just put one ounce in here. Oh, sure. And the two to three. You know what I mean. Go ahead. Or I could put. Or I could put in a little bit more of the rosemary. Yeah. And then. Yeah, do that. 25%, yeah. you thinking? Okay, let's do that. Let me let me finish out, because this rosemary's not going to stand up otherwise. I don't know if we need to get into the 33 to 66. <laughs> Is it the math a little ridiculous to you at that point? Yeah, like, I think it just needs to be, like, 50, 25, 75. I mean, even 60, 40, but when you're going 33... I will tell you that pouring... That stout into the rosemary's oh, baby was looks, cool. Yeah. Because you see it because it was such, like the rosemary's baby was such like a light, like reddish brownish. And then as soon as that stout hit, it just like inked up. Like like it was like a, an octopus. Yeah, exactly. Octopus trying to get away. This is all Carlin's going to do now is just blend beers and measuring cups. That is not true. I'm going to come downstairs and he's going to be there like a mad scientist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. And then you're going to be like, look what concoction I made now. <laughs> yeah, try this one. Is this any good? Okay, so yeah, okay. it's dark. Obviously, it looks like the Imperial Stout. It smells good. This is the best nose, I feel like. Yeah, wow. Actually, a lot of um, the influence of the Imperial Stout seems to be only, like, dark chocolate. Yeah, you get the dark chocolate and you get some of the spice uh -huh. or, like... I have a tough time discerning pumpkin and spice because they're yeah. so synonymous. I feel like I get a woodiness to it now. But it smells really good. Yeah, it does smell really good. It's, this smell, yeah, it smells better than each individual beer. Yeah, no, it totally does. I get a woodiness. Do you get like an oaky woodiness coming off the nose now? Well. I get the spices a little bit, but, well, and this is, is what's the, interesting. Is it the barrel? The rum barrel? Yeah, I feel like I smell like a char, like a barrel char mm. now. I feel like I'm, smell I'm smelling the rum more. Mm. And a little bit like slightly burnt toast on there. It, smells, it does smell really good. Mm. I like this. Oh, that's good. Wow, yeah, that's good. So here's the thing. There's the backbone you wanted. There's yeah. that increased, you know, body that you wanted from the, the rosemary. rosemary's baby. Mm -hmm. I like this better than each of the beers individually. Yeah. I do too. This is what you want out of a good blend. You wow, know, yeah. Want... So the 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 seventy five twenty five percent was like right on. That's really good. Yeah. I feel like if yeah if we did fifty fifty, mm. I don't think the Rosemary's Baby would be there like at all. No, honestly. But... Mm, I really like this. 
I don't want to. I just want to drink this the rest of the night. So what all do you get out of it? We said we like it a lot, but we didn't really talk about yeah. the flavor. I mean, you get some of the. I'm getting some of the. All of the good flavors from the Rosemary's Baby combined mm-hmm. and kind of rounded out by some of those dark chocolate notes from the stout. Yes. Yeah. Um, you're not I, for me. The Rosemary Baby. I was getting like medicinal, like I don't know, some sort of like astringency. I just didn't like it. But the I like those flavors. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's not as drying as just the stout is by itself. I feel like this plays to me like a like lightish um, dark chocolate candy bar that has spices added to it. Yeah. You know, like there's a little bit of that nutmeg. There's a little bit of that cardamom. You can get the pumpkin, but the pumpkin's not crazy. Um, I feel like I get some vanilla now. I feel like I taste barrel. I taste a little bit of an astringency, but... And I I feel like I'm tasting more of the rum, too. And I definitely taste that barrel. And I think that that chalkiness, like the soy sauce and the chalkiness, has kind of... That's what's increased that kind of smoke um smoky like charred barrel oak good. in there um yeah really good that's a winner okay that's a winner do you want to go back to the loopaloo in the... i think i'm good i mean i feel like we have a a number one blend here we do okay so one of the problems with this is you might not necessarily be able to as a listener get all the beers that we talk about so just think about what's similar taste profile-wise. So just go back, listen to, especially for like the Rosemary's Baby, see if you can find another pumpkin beer that's kind of like that. might be a little bit hard just because of the rum aging to yeah, it. But, but you a... could add a splash of rum, let's be honest. Mm. If you get something similar without the rum, you can add a splash of rum to it. Well, I feel like there's a lot of pumpkin beers out there like that. Hmm. Um, some components of the flavor, yeah. yes. Like, yeah, I agree with that. Not nearly as light, though. Yeah, I, know, I think they're more intense, really typically. So for that reason, you might actually need to add more of whatever Imperial Stout you're going to use. Yeah. But try to match it up with this 30th anniversary by Bell's, which is, um, you know, like we said, like very much drying some of the soy sauce to it. So do that, but. Yeah. Hmm. That was cool. So what... I, I kind of do just want to do it just for the hell of it. What were you saying you oh, wanted as, as the blend for the Lupa Luau? Well, I wanted more Lupa Luau. Okay, so you think maybe a seventy-five twenty-five for yes, this one I would do. be what we should look for. Which, by yes, the way... the I Rebecca to, Mixologist wants I need that. to... Oh, yeah, rinse that out good. Rinse it, rinse it, rinse it. And drink the water. Oh. All right. So when you get three ounces... Or turn it to the right side so I can actually see ounces. Here he is, mad scientist. Doing it. It's fun. With this pee. Okay. And then one ounce of that. I'm trying to determine am I there. I don't think I'm there, actually. I didn't pee enough. You gonna pee more? A little more pee. Alright, there we go. <laughs> Now, the sequench. All right. So here's the 75, 25. 
75% Lupa Luau, 25% Sequential. So we're basing all of this off four ounces total when we're talking about the 75-25. See, now I, I'm definitely getting the coconut on the nose. Or like the trop, like... Actually, you're right. The tropicality is there on the nose. <laughs> I didn't just say that. Well, I know. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're right. Like, you're right. <laughs> no, you are right. Like, no, because if you remember earlier, I was saying that I didn't think that the tropicality would come oh, through anyway true. just because of the, the lime yeah. and the sequench. But this is why it's good that we're trying this. Actually, I feel like, for some reason, I feel like the coconut's not as pronounced to me now. And I don't really smell much of the sequence at all. It just smells like more tropicality to me and less um, coconut. I didn't even really smell much. I'm over-smelling. I just want to drink. Go for it. This is pretty good. This is better. This is better. It's still... Hmm. That's good. Yeah, it is really good. You know what? That's actually... That's making me like the coconut more. That's making me like the coconut a lot more because the amount of lime is like just that nice little bit of kick to it. I'm the master master. Yeah. So for both of these these blendings, the the 75-25 is what 75, works best. 25. All right. Well, maybe we're already learning something for when we do more of these. Oh my gosh. I I do. I I feel like you're going to be downstairs with a lab coat and goggles. Mixing and stirring up all these weird concoctions. So this blend just, this current blend, like, it's delicate to me. I just, I, his wheels are, like, turning. I know, you can see the hamster on the wheel yeah. in my head. <laughs> no, it, it's like, it makes the beer delicate. His like, mind is very, blown. Very finessed and delicate. And yeah. it's just, it's just that touch of the sequench that, honestly, I like this blend more than I like the Lupa Luau by itself. yeah. I like the, agree too. I like the sequence by itself most of those two, but this blend is way better than the Lupa Luau itself to me. Lupa Luau is just a hard beer. It's it's a good beer, but it's hard to like it knowing what it is because it's yeah. when you think of it as an IPA, it makes you want more. Yeah. I agree. Because you're not getting that to me, I don't feel you don't like get you're enough getting enough hops. Right. Um if you just think it's a coconut ale or I don't know, then I could like be talked into liking it more. Mm -hmm. um, but no, I think this blend is, it's good. So we, we found two good oh blends. He's so excited. No, I am very excited because I kind of felt like this episode could just be a train wreck and we could find out that nothing works, but we found stuff that works. That's awesome. So hopefully this is stuff that people can take and use and also just get the wheels turning in your head or the hamster running on the wheel hamster. in your head. Squeak, squeak, squeak. <laughs> so that you can come up with stuff at your house. Like, especially, this is a good idea for if you have, like, say you bought some six packs. And you're just like, I don't really feel like I want to finish oh, some yeah. of these beers. I feel, like, I feel like that happens all the time. Yeah, mix some of them. Just be like, you know, maybe if this and this got blended together, that yeah. would be really good. It's like you drink four of the beers and you're like, yeah. And then you have like those last two and you're like, I don't really want that anymore. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, awesome. Then this, you try to take it to a party and leave it there. This is cool. So, here's the question to you. Of the blends, which was your favorite blend? 
the Rosemary Baby and the Stone. Yeah. I think so for me too, but the loop a out sequence ended up being really good yeah, after I think, we went the yep. 75-25. Agreed. Um, really nice. Now rank the individual beers on their own. Uh, so that makes it a little harder because we're focusing so much on the actual blends. Well, this is hard for me because all of the beers by themselves I wasn't really wild about. I feel like, I'm sorry, I have to go, go back to this blend of the oh my Lupa Luau sequence. I feel like I get a slight marshmallow. I feel like I'm going to go to bed and Carlin's going to be like snuggling against these two beers. No, I'm just saying it's cool because there's so much more depth to it than I was expecting. And I feel like I get a little bit of like, co- you know, like coconut covered marshmallows if you've ever had those. Yeah, okay, yeah, I could see yeah. that. Like toasted coconut on marshmallows. Like there's a little bit of that aspect in here. So I don't know what beer. I always feel like this is hard to do because there we have such a wide range of beers in front of us right now. Mm-hmm. Like I agree. It's always just, like it depends what what beer am I doing for what? Am I on the beach? Am I in the bathtub? Am I just chilling? Right at now, home? right now. I mean, honestly, right now, I, that sequence is really good to me. Yep. So that'd be your number one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I know I was, I had mine figured out, but it was taking me a while in my head while you were uh, talking. I feel like Lupa Luau and the 30th are tied. Okay, for and second. And then Rosemary's Baby. Then Rosemary. Okay, that makes sense. So for me, sequence number one. Right. I'm sure people could have seen that coming. Number two, I'd say the 30th anniversary, Bells. That's nice. I like it. Not... Far behind is the Rosemary's Baby. Lupa Luau is your least favorite? Lupa Luau is my, my least favorite. You like Rosemary's Baby over Lupa Luau? I do. I huh. do. That's but, weird. you know, we talked about why I'm not huge on the Lupa Luau. I know. It's the coconut water. But let me tell you, once you mix it with the sequench properly, oh, <laughs> it solves that issue. Okay. So, on that note. Yeah. So I think we're going to try to do some more of these blending ones. So... Like I said in the beginning, if you guys have I, um, if you guys have feedback, did you like this? Did you not like it? Whatever. But also, if you have beers that you think might be good blended together, or two different styles, or whatever specific beers or styles or whatever, we can try and feature that as well. So let us know. Um, so brutalbattlepodcast at gmail Just send any email there. That said, thanks for uh, joining me on this mm-hmm. adventure, Rebecca. Yeah, and got more blended beers to drink. Yeah, and thank you, listeners, for joining us on this adventure that could have been a train wreck, but it ended up being pretty awesome. That said, until next time, keep it brutal! This has been a Nerd Circle podcast production. 